What's up, guys? Welcome to the inaugural pilot podcast of Kiddlehood. This is a podcast I'm hosting between myself and my brother um, as a creative output to talk about movies, TV shows, video games, whatever the hell else we want to talk about because our day jobs are boring and we don't get to do what we want to do. Is that fair? I, I kind of get to do what I want to do. I don't. <laughs> I don't. This is my little I, bro- I'm, I'm being creative in my job. I'm gonna let, let for those that aren't our mum and dads listen to this. I'm gonna introduce ourselves though, okay? Yeah. Um, my name is Jamie. This is my little brother Rory. Hi, I'm Rory. We're from Scotland, unfortunately. Currently stuck between uh, Scottish independence and Brexit, having a really bad time. So we kind of want to escape into movies. Um, the purpose of this podcast basically is a a bit of a creative output for the two of us to have a good time talking about the things we want to talk about. Um, usually that's movies, usually that's TV shows, it's video games, it's whatever it is we want to talk about. It could be fitness, where he takes his, his intermittent fasting very seriously. And uh, yeah, I think we're going to have a, a relatively kind of standard podcast set up from here on out and try and introduce this show once a week. A uh, show we're, we're dubbing Kid Hood, which is a fun little play on our name. Our surname is Kid, if you didn't know that. Uh, anyway, the the podcast will probably take a pretty traditional uh, structure. We'll have a news section at the beginning. Is that right? News section, yes. Followed by, I think what we're going to do is bring two topics of discussion and hash that out between the two of us across the general podcast. Um, so that'll follow the news section. Uh, and that those topics will change week on week. Uh, and we'll talk about whatever we want to talk about. It's our podcast, so you're not the boss of me. Fuck you. Fuck you. So, Rory. Jamie. How are you this week? I'm good. Yeah. I've had an up and down week. Why? Uh, Monday went quick. Tuesday was the longest day of my life. Why was it the longest day of your life? <laughs> Honestly, because I wanted to complete Spider-Man. <laughs> That's right. Have you been playing Spider-Man? I have been playing Spider-Man. I'm not starting Spider-Man yet. on the PS4. Conveniently, I'm staying at your flat tonight, so I will be playing it in the minute we hang up these we microphones. We can play it together at the same time, separately. Oh, really? Have you got two versions of the game? Yeah. So, yeah. So my flatmate and myself decided to buy the game, but we didn't communicate well enough to say that we should both pitch in for one. Oh, winner, winner. So when I turned up at the flat, really chuffed with myself, thinking Cam's going to love this. There he was, playing the game already. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. So can so, I? I can start a new game while you play another game next to these two I'll, TVs. I'm yeah, I'll at. finish my I'll finish my side quests because I'm on my mission right now is to get my first ever. Don't platinum. tell me. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. No, All my right. first ever platinum. I've heard that this game is actually very, very easily platinumable. Pla- I don't know yet because I've never platinum a game. So never have I. I'm not a completionist. My really. my. My goal is to just complete everything that's there, mm-hmm. not necessarily 100 percent complete. Yeah. So. You have little side missions to do, and if you don't get a certain amount of points, you get a silver rather than a gold or a bronze. So I, I'm, I'm assuming a platinum is you have to get 100% on everything. Absolutely. But my mission, and my version of a platinum, I won't get the platinum, but my version of the platinum is to basically just do all the side quests, all the collectibles, and the main story. And I have three things to do. Okay, well, you can do that tonight while I play too. I will. I've been playing God of War which is one of the best games I've ever played in my life. What a game. I, uh, game of the year so far. It's, so far, it's, it's unbelievable. I, it's one of those 
games that snuck up from nowhere and I did not expect it to be so good. Um, I unfortunately live with my girlfriend. And unfortunately. Unfortunately, because what it is is I have an adult life outside of everything else and I don't really have a lot of time to play games. Um, it's been a week since I've played God of War and I've not stopped thinking about it. Um, I'm at a stage in the game, uh, if you've not played it, spoiler alerts, where I'm kind of probably approaching the end. So I'm flirting with all the side stuff to keep the game going. I've just I've just acquired like the best armor in the game, and that was really satisfying. Um, I'll tell you this though, I thought I was almost finished the game about three times. Oh yeah, and you weren't. <laughs> well, what's... it's about the same length as Spider Man. Uh huh. But God of War has these moments in it where you're like, this must be the end. I'm at I'm at a stage of the game where I'm about to get eaten by the serpent. You still have a way to go. Oh, do I? Yeah. Oh, that's good news. That's good news. Also, spoilers. Spoilers. Yeah. I think you said that already, but yeah, I just said, yeah, whatever. I'm just I I I've not played it since last Friday, and today is exactly one week from then. I am hoping to play this game again, but uh, I don't know if I'll have uh, maybe Sunday. I've got a busy day tomorrow too. Um. Anyway, I think we should jump into this new section. So, uh, the first half of this podcast, we decided we we're going to talk about the news we want to talk about. Our, our our news cycle is saturated with crap about Brexit and Conservative Party members and fucking storms and and tidal waves and the weather being shit. And I would rather talk about the news that I think is important to me right now. Is that okay? That's great. Yeah, you, I'd rather you, I'd rather you, listen to this. You on board with that too? I am. Yeah. Okay. So I tasked us. Have you got the thing open? I do. I tasked us with. We're very planned out. We have we have MacBooks open. I, I'm incredibly... A Google file. I'm incredibly prepared for this compared to you. I'm very not prepared for this. We'll okay. see what happens. Okay, first news story. I've got written down here uh, the Captain Marvel trailer was released this week. Have you seen it? it I've Yeah, I've watched <laughs> it a couple times. Um, I love the Marvel movies. You love the Marvel movies. Um, I have some fun facts I pulled off IGM for it today. Um, before we get into the nitty-gritty kind of details of the trailer... Um, it's had 109 million views in its first 24 hours. That's mental. For the first female-led Marvel superhero movie. 109 million views. It is the. It currently sits fourth in line as the most watched Marvel trailer. Um, it comes after Avengers Infinity War. There are two Taylor trailers. Two. Thor Ragnarok, which is third with 136 million. And Captain America Civil War is fifth. So it sits in between those two. That's unbelievable. That's mental. That's unbelievable for a female-led Marvel movie trailer. Good, though. Oh, good. The, uh, the trailer's changing. trailer's excellent. Super 90s. Blockbuster yeah, video. She lands in a Blockbuster video store. Do you remember Blockbuster? Yes. Do I remember you... the Blockbuster that was in the center of Kinross. Our street. A town we lived in. A you... one-street town with nothing to do but it go was... to the Blockbuster. It was Fridays. We used... Mum used to take us to Blockbuster on Fridays. And it was... It was it was rent a video until the I think they changed the DVDs and then you could get like PlayStation Two games and you could get N sixty four games. I you think. could you could but we used to yeah we used to used go to rent, rent videos them. as well. Like, videos yeah. was the number one thing for us I think. Um, for us I think this movie is going to be good because we are although I don't remember most of it we are nineties kids. We are nineties kids. Millennials. I like the, I like the uh, the Rachel from Friends haircut she's got. <laughs> I like the uh, Nine Inch Nails T shirt she's rocking at one point. I, yeah, that's good. I'm imagining the soundtrack's gonna be pretty cool. I mean, they've done, they did the '80s thing with Guardians really well. Hmm. So I don't I, know who's, I, who's directing I this. Who's I don't know. I 
can tell you soon. Okay. Once I look it up. Because I'd like to see a bit of a 90s, uh, a hard 90s playlist. Not so much Spice Girls, more, I don't know, Welcome to the Jungle. Oh, like Guns N' Roses? Guns N' Roses, something stupid like that. Was that 80s or was that 90s? <laughs> I couldn't tell you. <laughs> Aerosmith. Put some, put some Alan Kidd Aerosmith on there for the shits and giggles. 90s music. I think more like Linkin Park, Limp Bizkit. That was No, that's too, that's too late 90s. Is it? Yeah, that's too late 90s. And I wasn't a fan of Linkin Park. I don't want to see that. Anyway. Director, Anna Bowden and Ryan Fleck. No, so they got a female director. Oh, split between two directors. Yeah. Mm. Anna Bowden did. Half uh, recently. What did she do recently? Uh, it's kind of a funny story. Is that a movie? With Zach Galifianakis. Okay. Fat Zach turned a thin Zach. Uh, what else has she done? Room 104? Never heard of it. Billions. Oh, she directed episodes of Billions. I've heard good things of Billions. I've never I've, watched Billions. I've not seen it, but I've heard good things as well. Okay. Okay, next story. I've got written down here. The uh, Sony are releasing the classic PlayStation in time for Christmas. Yeah. Re-releasing I've, I've this. Been, I've been reading and listening about this a lot this week. I I mean, we never had a PlayStation 1. We didn't. We had a, so, our, our first foray into PlayStation was PlayStation 2. Yeah. So this has no appeal for me whatsoever we're probably going to name drop this family for a, a, a few times whenever we podcast but um the joneses our next door neighbors they had a playstation one i remember that was, that was our only kind of interaction with the playstation one at the time when so i was what three or four when the first playstation came out or was it 95 when the first PlayStation came out i was about five years old uh and i remember that's the only way we played it we were nintendo kids we had a, a nintendo 64 and our, that was we had a sega mega drive as well yeah, we did. Which is over there. Do you have our... I've is, it's in my bag. Is that our original Sega? That's our original Sega. Have you got Sonic? I honestly have no games for it. <laughs> I've just got the console. That's useless. I don't know where you can get. It came out on 3rd of December, 1994. Oh. The first PlayStation. So I was, yeah, four going into five. Yeah. Um, I remember playing Tekken on it, Yoshimitsu. Um, oh, man, Yoshimitsu. That's kind of... The I mean, Panther Man. I forgot what his name Metal is. Metal <laughs> Gear Solid, but... We never had a PlayStation. No. So this hasn't got as much appeal for me as much as it has for others, I think. I wouldn't mind getting it, but apparently the price tag is huge. I don't know what it is in the UK, but it's $100 in America. It'll mm, transpire about 100 Which, quid. It will. $100 for 20 games. Is that what they're getting? Yeah. Mm. And they've only, they've only released five so far. So they're going to do... It's released on the 3rd of December, I think. Which is very cool because it's very close to the original date of when it actually, or it is the original date to when it actually came out. Mm, and what I've it. noticed, uh, I read today, was, so you've got PlayStation are sort of jumping on this bandwagon of classic mini versions of their... Well, Nintendo started that, yeah. and they've released the, the, the classic Nintendo and the Super Nintendo, and I remember the Super Nintendo as a kid, the and SNES. I loved the Super Nintendo, Super Mario Brothers 3. I don't remember it. I don't Mario think Kart. I played that at all. Um, but I like how they're jumping on the bandwagon. And what's funny is... Nostalgia is very in right now. Yeah. What's funny that I noticed is the way that they're being released is actually the way that they were released originally. So the NES came out, mm -hmm. the SNES came out, mm -hmm. 
Uh, apparently, there's a rumor for the N64 Mini coming out. Are you saying they're coming out in order? They're well, coming out in order, well, actually. I would assume they would. No, I don't think that's an accident. Oh, no, PlayStation have gone, yeah, we're going to do it. Well, I'm imagining so then, Sony have jumped on the bandwagon because yeah. they want a piece of the action. But, and there's yeah. a market for it there. Um, I doubt I'll get this. No, I'm not going to get it. Yeah. We weren't massive PlayStation 1 guys. Nothing other than Crash Bandicoot, but then you can get that on the on the Switch mm-hmm. or your PlayStation 4. Mm. And yeah. Maybe your Xbox as well. I think it's all consoles. Anyway, third story. I've got written down here. Kari Joji Fukunaga is directing the who directed the entire first season of True Detective, which is one of the best TV shows I've ever seen. Great name. That I've first never, season. Never seen it. You've never seen True Detective. No. Are you fucking high? That is that the first season of that show is unbelievable. Yeah, I never go into it. I it's Matthew why. McConaughey being yeah. really fucking weird, deranged, and fucking full of. Uh, he's, he's like on. It's like he's on LSD the entire time. He has these huge mythological and psychological like trips, and Woody Harrelson gets freaked the fuck out with him. It's spaced over like two decades. It starts in the very in the nineties and ends in twenty twelve, I think. Um, brilliant story, and it's shot beautifully as well. So uh, the director did that. He is directing the new next James Bond. Really? He's directing the next James is Bond. Is Daniel Craig in the new James Bond? He is in the next. Yeah, Daniel Craig's in it. I'm a little bit disappointed. And I'm excited for this at the same time. Oh, because Danny Boyle dropped out. Danny Boyle was supposed to do it. And I like Danny Boyle. He has He's made some of my favorite films. And he's a Brit. And he had that little foray into the James Bond through the opening ceremony of the Olympics. Where uh, yeah, the, queen, the queen jumped out of a helicopter. He jumped out of a helicopter. That was funny. So I was looking forward to that. Apparently, Danny Boyle fell out with the producers over some conflict with the villain in the movie. So creative differences there. Do we know who the villain is? No, no idea. Um, I was just looking forward to the James Bond getting back on track because the last film was dog shit. Spectre, yes. Spectre was dog yes, shit. it was. It was, I remember watching it in the cinema and having, I don't know how I know this, but having known the story that James Bond did have a brother, and that's what Austin Powers was taking the piss yeah. out of with Doctor Evil. I, I have no. All I... my friends around me who didn't know this looked uh, yeah. at me and went, "That's the that's the same as an Austin Powers move. This is shite." I have no idea how they didn't understand they were echoing Goldmember. Like <laughs> the Goldmember was one of those movies that when it came out, you and I could recite almost word for word, and it really fucking wound up, Dad. Um, but it is a total. I mean, the thing is, Austin Powers as it stands is a satire and parody on James Bond anyway. Yeah. And then James Bond echoed the third Austin Powers movie subconsciously somehow. Like have you not have you seen the the uh the voice not the voiceover, the soundtrack where they've they've paired the soundtrack of Austin Powers with the scene inspector where they try and escape the base. No. Oh, it's painful. It's painful it's funny but painful to watch. And it really Is it I'm, perfect? Oh, it works so well. Yeah. <laughs> like it's like judo chop, judo chop, and he's going around with a fucking machine gun and he's oh, machine gunning so mean, everyone. So you mean it's overdubbed in the James Bond movie? Yeah. So you're watching James I, Bond. Yeah, okay, you're watching yeah. Spectre. Watching hit. Watching. But you're hearing Goldmember. You're hearing most. It's the James. It's the Austin Powers theme tune, <laughs> and he's going around with a machine gun, shooting from the hip, taking down henchman after henchman after henchman. The whole like. I'll show you after this. It's okay, not. It's, yeah. I don't think it's that one. Um. It's so funny, but it's so cringeworthy because it's like, James Bond, D- Daniel Craig, when he started, 
in Casino Royale, they, they really injected a lot Casino of... Casino Royale was amazing. Grit, yeah. They injected yeah. a lot of grit and realism to the they film. And Dark Knight still James Bond. It's still one of my favourite James Bonds, if not my favourite James Bond. Yeah. And I don't understand why they I don't didn't. know, GoldenEye is up there. I, <laughs> well, GoldenEye's another... The guy that directed GoldenEye also directed Casino Royale. Same director. Oh, that makes sense. And I don't well, understand... Really good movies. I don't understand why the producers didn't think we've caught lightning in the bottle here. Don't fucking change it too quickly. Yeah. And I know um, Quantum of Solace was derailed because of the writer's strike in the US at the time. But get back on track, man. I thought Danny Boyle would do a really good job. Anyway, no. Carrie Joji Fukunaga. I would like to see his interpretation Great of that, actually. Really cool name. Uh, really cool name. Okay, I've got fourth news story. You ready? Is that four or five? What are we on? Couldn't tell you. It's all bullet pointed. Right, Should have okay. used numbers. Marvel's Kevin Feige has been announced will be overseeing the entire X-Men franchise when it comes through to Disney. That's no surprise there. What did Feige do again? He's the guy that oversees the entire MCU. Oh, he... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you calling him Feig? Feig. Feige. Feige. Feige is how you pronounce it. Yeah. So when Marvel... Oh, because Disney, Disney bought Fox. Fox. Well, they're in the process of buying Fox. And when they and do... Then, yeah. when, that, when that does go through, um, Bob Barger's come out and said... Um, Kevin Feige will be overseeing the X Men franchise. No surprise there whatsoever. And they're gonna, they're gonna put it in with the MCU. Hopefully, I, I, I they'd be missing a trick if they didn't. The way it, that they're going, and with my topic that we will get to later, oh, uh, okay. the X Men and I guess Deadpool, yeah, is intertwined into this I think, I topic. Think you've got a good opportunity for Deadpool to get real meta. But then the thing is. If Disney have moved, if Disney have moved Fox properties over to them, and they do X Men and they do and they bring Deadpool, do they keep Ryan Reynolds? Because I really hope so. Ryan Reynolds made the character. Yeah. Like Ryan Reynolds has supported that whole process from start to finish, from releasing that underground trailer to really getting the funding to being the highest grossing R-rated film of all time. They would be do- they would be doing themselves a disservice to let Ryan Reynolds. Go. You can't you can't you can't recast Ryan Reynolds. Like, like people have seemed to recast the Joker about no. five times in two <sighs> years. Let's not talk about that yet. That's that's a silly subject right now. But I'm looking forward to seeing Kevin Feige overlook it. Kevin Feige is one of those guys who has now produced 20 films. Uh, some have been blips, but the majority of them have built this phenomenal universe um, that has tied so many stories together. He's a, he's a puppet master. He's, he's an amazing puppet master. So I'd love to see him bring it in to the foray and and watch the MCU grow. Yeah, fingers crossed. Um, so Nine, 18 movies and not in 20 one movies. bad one? Thor the Dark World was dog Dark World shit. was so bad. <laughs> what else was bad? Thor 1. Thor 1 was... Uh, they didn't really know how to handle Thor until the Incredible Hulk. Hulk problem. Oh yeah, that was pretty crap, wasn't it? That was pretty bad. It came out the same time as Iron Man. Um, okay, next one. Sticking with the Avengers, the Russo brothers have posted a photo on the internet that has collectively agreed, everyone collectively agrees, is a tease for Avengers 4's title. Where uh, is this? It's on Instagram. Have you not seen I've it? I've not seen this. Ah, that's good. So um, the problem, though... Big um, news! No one can agree what the title is. The caption, I think, with the, the photo says, look hard, dot, dot, dot. And... A lot of people are asking questions for other like secret messages in the photo. There's like a, a picture of a ladder that spells out an A, and people are assuming 
somehow it might reference a, Assemble, and the popular theory is that the, the title for the next one will be Avengers Assemble. But this one? That's the one, yeah. Look hard. Yeah, see, Avengers. However, like Avengers, everyone's it's a agree- man on a laptop. Yeah, that's that's one of the Russo brothers. That's one of the directors. Right. <laughs> so, Avengers Assemble was used as the international title for the Avengers film in 2012. So, I doubt they'll rehash that, even though that is the popular vote. You've never seen this photo? No, I don't know what's so special about. Well, it, it is news. It is recent news. Welcome to the world of news, Rory. I should I should read more news. What do you think it says? If you're looking at it right now, all I see is. There's an easel on the left, which also looks like an A. And Correct. there's ladders on the right, which looks like an A. Do you see the... Uh, and the... there's a box on the right that has been cut off halfway that looks like a C. What about the box on the left that looks like an E? Nope. Do you see that? No. It's all subliminal. I also, doubt it means also anything. Also, the scaffolding kind of looks like a H. I doubt it means anything. Anyway, it, it, <laughs> it caused such a fucking ruckus across the internet this week. Hi. <laughs> I think that's just what it said. Hi. Ah, oh, Avengers, hi. <laughs> no. Um, Who knows? Moving on, we're going to put one last new segment at the end of each time we, uh, we we tell the news, I think. And it's going to be a recurring segment on our dad. who Big Al. He's a bit of a comical character, our dad. I think he wants he's to be... He's comical a, to us. I think he wants I to... I think we might find it funnier than most people. <laughs> of course. He's, I think he'd like to be American. He kind of lives in board shorts. Um, yeah, now that he's semi-retired, claims he discovered Abercrombie and Fitch. His, okay. if you if you if you listen to this and you don't know who we are and you don't know who our dad is, picture this: a fifty-eight-year-old man 58. with some wonderful shiny silver hair, a little bit of black, and a nice big white beard, in a hard rock cafe T-shirt Correct. with "Pick Your City" and he's some board mark. shorts, flowery board shorts. As flowery as you can get, and as uh, vibrant as you can get. Yep. He's been rocking that look for a good 20 years, yeah. at least. Loves it. So uh, I was at home last weekend, um, over the weekend. Oh, really? Yeah, and Dad drove me back to Glasgow afterwards. And we have what we usually do when he drives me out to Glasgow is our little father-son time together that we rarely have because I'm 28 years old and I don't have, haven't lived at home for 10 years. So he likes to kind of catch me up on what's been going on and... He was telling me all about how he was in London two weeks before for our cousin's 30th. Now, originally, he was supposed to bring mum with him, but mum has done her back in. So mum has bedridden. Still? Ah, it's, it's atrocious. She's walking around like a cripple. <laughs> um, Shouldn't laugh at that. So really. dad had to fly down to London on his own to take our cousin out for her 30th. And then uh, in, pla- in the place of mum at this restaurant, at the Oxo, I think they were going to, um, they decided to take our other cousin, Alex, who was down there as well. And his girlfriend. Dad showed up, felt kind of outnumbered because mum wasn't there. And quickly forgot Alex's girlfriend's name. And uh, he texted our sister. He's going to be really angry that we know this. I know. Also, if Alex and Sophie ever listen to this, we're really sorry. Yeah. He, uh, but also, like, he's good, a busy good man. On, good on yeah. him to, uh, yeah. to make thing sure is, he knows is, before. He's a busy man. He's still working. He works very hard. He's he had a he had a, br- a brain fart. He forgot someone's name. Anyway, he forgot my cousin's girlfriend's name, and he texts her sister, Steph. What's Alex's girlfriend's name? Oh my god, I'm about to have dinner with her. What's her name? Steph. Instead of texting dad back, screenshots that and sends it to us. Going, lol, what a dick. Steph's the best. <laughs> How Alex has been with Sophie for three years. I have no idea. Like that. And dad forgot that name. 
Anyway, that was a funny one. So he was telling me how torturous that that dinner was. Um, and he's in Spain right now. He's away golfing, so he's having a better Dad. time than us. No, he's yeah. not. Yeah, he's away to Spain this weekend. No, he's not. Yeah, he is. No, I'm seeing him tomorrow. <laughs> I spoke to mum this morning, and she said they're off to Spain. Really? Yeah. So oh well. Oh, actually, maybe they're off to Spain some other time tomorrow because because I'm up so early tomorrow. I phoned dad because I need to borrow his tripod. Well, they're in Glen Eagles right now, living out, drinking I, wine, uh, eating a very waffle. I wouldn't thing. be surprised if dad has told you one thing and doesn't realize he's going to Spain. Yeah, I'll maybe phone him tonight. Yeah, I would double check <laughs> that. Okay, that's Classic. the news. That's the news. We hope you enjoyed the news. That was our news. From now on, the show is going to take a different turn. Uh, we're going to bring topics to the table and discuss them. Uh, do you want to go first? Yeah. I'll go yeah, first. you go first. Right, what's your topic? So my topic is basically, my topic basically are my top 10 Marvel MCU predictions for phase four. Phase four. What movies are going to come out mm -hmm. and potentially what's going to happen. Okay. So. Are you a Marvel fan? Um, yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this, is something, yeah. So this is something you care about. I, yeah. I saw, I mean, am I a Marvel fan? I saw Infinity War. I cried, for sure. Sure. I had a really good time, too. I looked at Fraser. Mm. He he was crying as well. What was your favorite scene? What was my favorite scene in, in Infinity, Infinity War? War? Yeah. Probably the Thanos fight. Which one? God damn. The whole thing is one big Thanos fight. Yeah, the, whole, the whole movie. Uh, no, the Thanos fight on his planet. Oh, so I'm a Star-Lord giving the finger. Yeah. Okay. Well, that whole thing it. with using Doctor Strange's magic... To go in and out of portals. I would love to be able to, to, hit to reference what those spells were, but we're not comic nerds. No. As I'm much so as as much as this uh, conversation is becoming really we, nerdy we, anyway. We know what we like, but we don't have anything. We don't know anything about it. Mm -mm. <laughs> we mm. need, we'll guest Fraser in at one point because he's our comic book guy. It's, it's just... And he'll it's, give us some background. They're visual candy, those uh, those movies. I love to watch them. Yeah. Um, The stories are great as well. And like I said, Kevin Feige has got such a good vision and direction for how this franchise is going. 20 movies in, and they'll go another 20, easily. It's been 10 years. Um, I remember watching Iron Man 10 years ago, and it came out the same summer as The Dark Knight. And I remember thinking, wow, what different films doing the same thing? I was blown away by them. I mean, The Dark Knight is definitely the superior film, and will always be the superior film, but Iron Man, it... Uh, it was the first time I feel like they got a, a real superhero film right. Mm -hmm. um, before that, we had a lot of the Batman and Robins that were crap. Uh, a Hulk film that was shit. Uh, the, the Iron Man film, the first Iron Man film felt like what a comic book movie should be. Yeah. Going further. After Spider-Man. Uh, yeah, after Spider-Man. Let's not talk about this. <laughs> they're a bit, they, they don't hold up. <laughs> they were pretty bad. And uh, they don't hold up. Uh, so, uh, so your topic is predictions yeah, for... we'll get to the topic. For predictions for phase four. Phase four of Marvel. So, so Infinity War finished phase three. Hmm. And I think Captain Marvel starts phase four. Again, this is a, a good example of us so. not really knowing what I we're talking about. I don't think that. so. I, I think my under, my understanding of it is Infinity War concludes season... Uh, not season. Phase three. And um, moving on from there, what, I mean, what they used to do, they used to introduce the titles of each movie in the phases beforehand. And what they don't do now, yeah. Well, they decide not to do that anymore because everyone can predict how the stories will go, okay. and they don't want to give away the endings. Yeah. So they're now not releasing the titles of the films for the phases. 
So, I mean, good topic. Yeah. But there's going to be a lot of speculation here. So this, yeah, this is 100% speculation. Spoilers ahead, I guess, but it could have been, it could be wrong. You're not going to spoil it's, these movies. I'm not going to spoil anything. Anyway, uh, my first prediction, I'm, I'm, I've got 10. Okay. My first prediction, them, have you heard of Miles Morales? He is Black Spider-Man. He is Black Spider. He, yes, he is an African-American man who is younger in the whole comic book. I don't know what, again, my comic book knowledge isn't great. But in one of the comic books of Spider-Man, he basically takes over the mantle of Spider-Man. Mm. He gets, I guess he gets bitten by a spider. Peter Parker then trains him up and he becomes Spider-Man. And he wears, instead of a red and blue suit with black webbing, he wears an all-black suit with red webbing and like a red V. I've seen it. I know who he is. Yeah. There's, there's a movie coming out this Christmas called End of the Spider-Verse and he's the main character. Yeah. Yeah, the but that, animation thing. It's an animation, yeah. yeah, but he it's not a it's not a tie into the MCU. So this is this is why I'm predicting that he I not necessarily is going to show up in a Spider-Man suit, but he's going to show up personally. So in the Homecoming, we got a teaser for him. Donald Glover's character says, uh-huh. "I've got a nephew," and he's like, "Nope, you're a bad person." And he's got ice cream in this trunk. That's a funny movie. So he is Miles Morales's uncle. Okay. So that reference to Miles Morales, great. He's he is in the universe. We know this. Yeah, I knew that. I knew that. So in Homecoming two, which I can confirm is called Far From Home. Yep. Thanks a lot, Tom Holland. Do you know why it's called Far From Home? Because he's I think he's in London. Yeah, it's based in London. Because when I first heard it, I was like, oh, because he's in space. It's gonna be a cop, or he's a piece of dust. No, I mean, yeah, but well, no, that's it. I, I'm assuming this is prequel to. It's not a prequel. So this is the problem that Marvel, uh, Marvel have had. They've released films and, and titles for films that give away how Infinity War will end. Like you, I mean, when we watch Infinity War, spoilers from Infinity War, if you've not seen it, you should. It's, what's the date? The 20th of September. Yeah, it's almost been out for like... Half, more than half of the team dies at the end of that film, including Spider-Man. We're only left with the original Avengers. Exactly. Well, more or less, yeah. And, and that includes Spider-Man. He disappears in thin air. Um, but we know he has a film coming out that's called Spider-Man Far From Home um, I very much doubt it has anything to do with uh, the effects of what happened in uh, Infinity War I think it's going to be a sequel to that and it's going to be based in London and I think you'll take literally Far From Home, what, what it literally means he's no longer in New York, he's Spider-Man out with that and he's, he's international now um, Miles Morales is a good a good addition to that, I think it's still way early doors for him Marvel have just got him back, Spider-Man back. They're got, they're double downing on Peter Parker before they bring any other second Spider-Man in. They will milk that before Miles Morales comes in. I think Miles Morales is a phase five or six. Really? I didn't. Seriously. I think he'll show up. He just won't put on the Spider-Man costume. Because they Pe- need to plant that. Peter's in. still in high school. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. young. I, I guess that makes sense. But not like a... This is the thing. Miles is meant to be... Like, I guess Spider-Man's number one fan. He absolutely loves him. And he's now been featured in quite a lot of things. So I think it's only... It makes sense for Marvel to put him in the movie visually rather than just reference his name. Good prediction. I understand where your logic's coming from. I'm going to disagree with you. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Next point. Next Next prediction. Have Have you heard of Nova? Uh, Nova is from the Nova Corps. 
Nova is from the Nova Corps. I don't know who Nova is, but I know that is the link. So Nova very nearly appeared in Guardians of the Galaxy when, but then I guess they blew them all up or they killed them all. I can't remember what happened uh, to the Nova Corps. So that was not is that Xandar? He was supposedly he was meant to be in the script uh-huh. of the of the Guardians movie, um, but because of all the characters in there already, uh-huh. I think he was dropped. Big um, ensemble that one. Uh, but there are heaps of rumors about uh, of him getting his own solo movie mm. with our man Kevin Feige. Well, I suppose it definitely it... he deemed him the immediate potential in the MCU. Oh, yeah, interesting. Well, yeah, I mean, it, it seems it seems logical to go further out into space. Uh, yeah. the, the cosmic the cosmic universe for Marvel's only going to go grow uh, only going to grow. So I I don't. So I, think, I don't. I don't think he's that. getting. I don't think he's getting a solo movie in this phase. I think he'll show up in Volume Three, Guardians, yeah. in what is it, twenty twenty? I think. I think Marvel are going to do well exploring that that side of their um yeah. their, their franchise more, um especially characters that are kind of untapped. Their B teams, their C teams, uh, like Guardians of the Galaxy came out of nowhere and blew my socks off when I saw it. That soundtrack, James Gunn, R.I.P. James Gunn. Yeah, justice Man. for James Gunn. That sucks. That um that film really turned the future of the MCU around, I think, and gave. I'm skeptical about Volume Three now because oh, James it's on Gunn's ice gone. still. It's on ice. Dave Bautista is very vocally against it. Yeah. Uh, and likewise, I think he should be. Like these tweets he tweeted out were ten years old. I said some pretty horrible things ten years old. Uh, ten years ago, sorry. At, at ten years old, I definitely said some horrible things and stupid things. Yeah. But even if I put them on the internet. Like he he, they're outdated and they're not a representation of who I am anymore. Or de- and they're definitely not a representation of who he is. Who he is anymore. He was the subject of like harassment. It was a it was a witch hunt, and he lost his job. Such a shame. He's turned that huge that Mar- Guardians of the Galaxy is one of the tentpole franchises now for Marvel, and Disney dismissed him overnight. Yeah, that's shocking. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's all I have. <laughs> Well, Nova. But yeah, Nova. Nova. If he basically, like, apparently in comic book fan-wise, mm. he's, like, a huge character. Yeah. He is, because, I guess, Thanos off-screen blew up Xandar and the Nova car. Nova core. Those not listening to this podcast and don't know, don't understand the uh, the larger Marvel lore will really <laughs> struggle to keep up with this conversation. Yeah, but yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm struggling, and I kind of know what I'm talking about. Really? I feel really. like you're making it up as you go along. I, yeah, I think so. But, basically, a Nova movie could potentially show him basically go on a rampage. What's his power? Filling in the gap from Infinity War What's and rolling into the Nova's origin story. Is he I super strong? Tell you his powers. Does he shrink? Does I'll he tell fly? you what he looks like. Does he poo gold? He's got a big red star on his helmet, and his helmet kind of looks like a Spartan's helmet. Is he nicknamed <laughs> the Shooting Star? Couldn't tell you. Okay. I'm sorry. Well, I look forward to his film whenever it comes. Hopefully, it, apparently, it's it's a money bag. I'm I'm open minded. Money bag? What do they call that? People have always called me open minded, so I'm pretty open minded. Yeah, they haven't. Next next prediction. I don't think we'll get to ten, but I'll just go. I'll keep we going. Got, we got time. We got, we got time. Uh, next prediction. I really hope this works out. The Sinister Six. Ooh, because already that's a bag of worms. Already, we've got Vulture played by Michael Keaton. Amazing, probably like one it. of the best bad guys from a Spider-Man movie I ever. Like I'm a big fan of Michael Keaton. Uh, and at the end, when he's walking in the jail, he meets a guy, and you only That's Scorpion. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Oh, okay, you know this. Yeah, he's got, <laughs> he's got a tattoo in his neck that of a scorpion. Oh, does he? Yeah, and oh, okay. he's implied that he's scorpion. <laughs> I didn't see that. I had to look it up and be like, oh, he's got the same name you as scorpion. paying attention in <laughs> yeah. movies. So, basically, to I think to finish it off, you need rhino. You rhino need Mysterio. Which, apparently, is rumored to be in... Yeah, he's a baddie in the next one. Guess who he's played by? Jake, Jake Gyllenhaal. Gyllenhaal. Yeah, I got told that. That's exciting. I like Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. He was rumored to be Spider-Man. And he's kind of... He's good at playing a mentalist. He's... Yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal, he looks a bit unhinged most of the time. Have you seen Jarhead? Jarhead's great. Yeah. But, um... And Donnie Darko. Donnie Darko's really good. Jake Gyllenhaal was actually in in the in line for being Spider-Man in the original Sam Raimi trilogy. This is true. He would have been better than... Toby Maguire, I have really Toby good voiceovers. Toby Maguire, this stupid face. He's got one of those faces so you just want to slap. It's when he cries. <laughs> I hate it when he cries. Well, it's become a meme. He gets all dribbly and his lips move weird. I hate it. Yeah, Steph agrees. Well, my my <laughs> issue with my issue with the Sinister Six, big ensemble villain anti-hero movies, have traditionally, and I, I've got one film I can base this on. Have traditionally not gone well. Suicide, Suicide Squad, Squad being yeah. being the prime example. Like I remember watching that trailer when it came out with a colleague of mine at work, and her thinking, "This looks dog shit." And this was already in the back of. I mean, when when you in the trailer when you have one of your main characters say the title of the movie, well, we some Suicide Squad. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, this was off the back of Batman versus Superman, and I remember walking out of that film and thinking. That was almost three hours of my life wasted. And I love Batman. I mean, I grew up with a Batman cape on. And was guided. Maybe we should make that the logo. <laughs> yeah, it's a stupid fucking. Yeah, the two of us. Yeah, we're in Batman photo. costumes. Anyway, I remember walking out of that and thinking the DC Universe and, and Warner Brothers have absolutely no idea what they're doing. No vision. They are trying to rush films out that don't make sense and they're not planning ahead. And Suicide Squad. I flat refused to go see it when it came out of the cinema because I knew it was going to be a car crash. And guess what? It was a car crash. And I don't think... Um, I Well, definitely DC don't know how to do an ensemble anti-hero movie. Maybe Marvel do. I think they might. At this stage, maybe they could build it up there, but I don't think they should rush into it. I think no. you need to tease no, 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 no. those villains I first. Think, yes. I think after Far From Home, you do a third Spider-Man film, and that's your Goblin film, your Green Goblin film, probably. And then you do a fourth with the Sinister Six. Yeah. So I think I think Far From Home, they obviously the rumors are they introduce Mysterio. Uh and then all they really need to do is go Doc How Ock, are they gonna do Mysterio? Because he's just like he's a, a floating he's a floating fishbowl. I don't know. But he's actually just a man. Is he? Is he a man with a fishbowl yeah. on his head? Yeah. Is he's he? just a man. I if know. I remember from the PlayStation 2, it's not PlayStation Spider-Man 2, it's 2 the, game. It's the cartoon I always go back to. That was my only kind of interaction with Mysterio. Uh, but I've got lists here of Doc Ock, Electro, Sandman, Craven the Hunter. No yeah. idea who that is. He's wild. He's got a wicked uh, like sheepskin, lion skin coat on. Green Goblin and Venom. But we're getting that Tom Hardy Venom, which I found out is a 15. No, so that's going to be crap. No, it's not. It's not. It's a PG. Oh, even worse. Yeah, I think it'll be a twelve probably. Um, it's it's the same. <laughs> oh man, that sucks. <laughs> yeah, it's the same rating. That's another anti-hero movie that they don't. I don't think Sony know what they're doing with that either. <sighs> I love Tom Hardy, but stop putting him in a film like that. Just keep 
him under Chris Nolan's wing and he can keep doing Chris Nolan films. Yeah. But, right, so to conclude, to conclude, if, if we do get some sort of Sinister Six movie, it might be quite a cool Avengers 5 type movie. Okay. You know? I see that. Once, once you, I'm gonna I guess, t- did they kill Thanos? I don't know. You gotta assume. That's the thing. You assume they. You gotta assume he dies. They reverse the snap, mm-hmm. the snapping, and uh, they need another bad guy to fight. So. Yeah, sure. Okay, your points on on Sinister Six. I take your points on board, like the last the last points. Yeah, and I'm going to respectfully disagree with you again. Okay. Because good predictions so far. Rory. Good predictions well because Sony owns the majority of those characters still, and they tie them in with Marvel somehow through some sort of legal jargon. And I don't think Marvel will fast track a Sinister Six film with Sony yet. And I don't think Kevin Feige wants this Venom involved in his franchise. We don't know if Tom Holland pops up in that film yet, but I wouldn't rush it. Yeah, It's not a phase four. What's your next point? Next point. Next point is about Captain America. Mm. Controversially, my least favorite Avenger. Oh, come on. Hate him. Can't get drunk. He's such a... School but boy. he understands references. I don't. I, he's too. He's a man out of time. He he plays by the rules too much, and I don't like it. It's a boy scout. He is a boy scout. Can't get drunk. That's why I like Tony Stark. He likes to get drunk and he's sit a on a donut. Dickhead. I love him. He's great. Him and him and. Well, Thor's my Rogan. favorite now. Thor, Thor was never, Thor's probably my favorite. Thor was never yeah. my favorite, but now Thor's found his, got his new axe. His stride. Axe. It's an axe. It's an axe, yeah. It's, an, it's a hammer meets an axe. Yeah. So Ball yeah, breaker. with uh, with Captain Marvel, uh, Captain Marvel? No, Captain America. Um, a lot of people have been expecting him to die for a while. He's gonna die because he's almost out of contract. Oh Chris no, Evans. Chris Evans is out. He's gonna die. Uh, but at the end, in the next Avengers film, he's definitely. He's, he's had a lot of near misses. Like when he, yeah. I thought he was gonna die in Infinity War when he put his life on the line. Everyone thought he was gonna die in, in Infinity front War. of Thanos. Yeah, for Vision to like get his thing ripped out of his head. Um, Vision's toast. But I think he should go down in Avengers Four, and there is speculation, and I because I think it's in the comics that Bucky and or Falcon become the next Captain America. Yeah, they take up the mantle. The guy that plays Bucky, I know he's got a couple more movies in his contract. So I can see him taking out yeah. the shield. And he does. He does in the in the comic books. Hmm. He ends up being Captain America, but with a big metal arm. Don't pretend you've read those comic books, Rory. You've never read those comic books. No, I've talked to Fraser. He's my yeah. comic book guy. Well, no, I don't. I mean, good prediction. And that is, you know what? I'm going to say, yes, I do agree with you in those predictions. I think uh, Chris Evans is definitely out. Captain America will die in Avengers 4. And someone else will carry on the torch. And it'll probably be Bucky. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, this is the thing with Captain America is he hasn't he hasn't worn his suit in like a long time. Because well, he's, he's, right he's now, now he's now a, a fugitive. He's the nomad right now. Yeah, he's yeah. on the run. Um he didn't agree with them Sokovia Accords. No, sir. I guess he needs to be given an effective send off. Be it, oh yeah. Does he retire? Does he die? No, he'll get sent off, just as Tony Stark will. I reckon Tony Stark's on his way out too. And but also, does the name die? Will they just get rid of the name Captain America because that's him? <sighs> I don't know. Because the other two don't really have the leadership. The MCU's and... its own thing. They'll they'll do their own thing. 
Yeah. They won't follow the comic books as much. Personally, I hope Bucky gets it, though, to be fair. He will. If anyone does, he will. Or there's that thing, because he's he was called the White Wolf in Wakanda. That was Bucky. Which is Bucky. So maybe he just calls himself the White Wolf, not Captain America. Cool. I don't know if that's a comic book thing or not, but that's what I just remembered. Point two, point three, point four, what point are we on? Point two, we kind of talked about in the news about Deadpool and Fox. Um, so we don't really need to go into that. Okay. Do, do, do. Do, do, do. Fill in the silence here, but Roy pretends to work. Yeah. Oh, yeah, this is a great one. Sorry. <laughs> I remember this one. Yeah. So, one of, easily one of the highlights of Infinity War. Who? Thor. Thor. Thor was my fucking favorite. I'm so glad film. you said that. But also, Thor, Rocket, and Groot. Oh. I really hope they get some, their own movie. Just some space pirates paddling around Because they're all space. still technically, in inverted commas, alive. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Someone They've died. Been I, thought, to... I thought Rocket died. Oh, no, Groot, or died. Groot died. Groot, Groot died. died. Groot died. Yeah. Uh, but the whole dynamic between Thor and Rocket throughout the entire movie I thought was great. Oh, they had an unbelievable uh, back and forth between the three of them. Their little arc with giant Peter Dinklage showing up was so good. But also the worst part. I did not enjoy large Peter Dinklage. Did you not like him? What I, liked, I liked him. <sighs> I mean, I, I got the joke. <laughs> yeah, he's a tiny guy, but he's, he's also a tiny massive. giant. Um, I don't know why he put his, like, Game of Thrones English accent on. He didn't. He was, I mean, well, he was supposed to be a, a dwarf of old. Yeah, and you immediately go medieval English. I liked him. Thor. All right. So what, your prediction is Thor's going to have My prediction stories. is he will, he should, if depending on what the timeline is for Volume 3, Yeah. it will be Thor, Rocket, and what's his face? Groot. Batista. Batista. Oh, um, da- Drax. Drax, because he's still alive as well. Yeah, I don't know if, if Dave Batista if is he's happy the with movie. the situation right now, though. Justice for, I mean, hashtag justice for James Gunn. I can see that happening though. Yeah. They're a bunch of they're a bunch of comics. But what they so I think Adam Warlock is also going to be in this movie, volume 3. Mm-hmm. So you'll have that's this is the reason why I think Thor will be in this movie because in volume 2 they teased at the end the the gold lady was like we have our Adam or we'll call him Adam. Yeah, that's that's his cocoon apparently. Yeah. Adam Warlock is like a badass apparently. Well, and the original Infinity Gauntlet storyline he is the one that ends up with the gauntlets and the gauntlet's not destroyed yeah he's like the only one who can wield it other yeah than Thanos the, and the gauntlet's not destroyed and he actually keeps it um because leaves he's like no, no one can fight me now keeps it and he keeps it in his drawer for a secret night time <laughs> just jacking with his baby oil right. um no yeah uh enough about that um but yeah so that's why i think thor if so, if Adam Warlock is in Volume 3, I think it makes sense to have Thor there as well, because you need a god to potentially fight him into saying, we're not the bad guys. Because I think, if I remember it right, he's pretty angry. That, and, well, and, his, half of his population got decimated. Yeah. He's not happy. He's lost his mom. He's lost his dad. He's lost his brother. His planet. He lost his uh, Idris Elba. No, that's Thor. I'm talking about Adam Warlock. Oh, right. Yeah. He's not angry. He'll be pretty angry, but I think he's angry at the Guardians as well as Thanos. 
So you need Thor there you, to sort the, of be what like, is, whoa, what, what is this based on? You don't know what this story is this yet. This is based on speculation. <laughs> and what my friend has told me, because he loves reading comic books. Who's your friend? Fraser. He's high. Fun fact. He's never been high. I don't don't, don't say anything <laughs> don't on this podcast that you don't want to share with the public. Like smoking weed. Smoke weed every day. What's your next point? What are you on? Point six? I think so. Black Widow solo movie. Ooh. There's points. This seven. is one I do believe in. I think they're really driving home the female-led superhero films. Yeah. Captain Marvel's going to be wicked. Already saw that trailer. Real excited for it. Yeah. I think Scarlett Johansson. Now, Scarlett Johansson is my number one celebrity crush. Really? I've always loved Scarlett Johansson ever since she walked down the stairs in that Calvin Klein advert. She's damn beautiful in that Calvin Klein advert. I couldn't. If you've got a free moment, go on, go on to YouTube and Google Scarlett Johansson Calvin Klein advert. Okay. She is a babe. I've always loved her. When Ryan Reynolds wifed her, I got so jealous. Understood why. Ryan Reynolds wifed her? Yeah, they got super married and then he did yeah. Green Lantern. And he then upgraded, she... in my opinion. Oh, what happened was. They got they got married, loved the superheroes. Then he did Green Lantern, and I like to think Scarlett Johansson left him because of that. No, that's not what happened. Ryan Reynolds left Scarlett Johansson, and then wife Blake Lively, two beautiful blonde girls. Damn right. Oh, that guy is. I love Blake Lively. I love Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. It's so lucky. I mean, that's a, like he can get away with it. <laughs> but no, Scarlett Johansson is my dream I think, girl. But that like Black Widow, she should have had a solo movie already. I don't know why she hasn't. Well, I'm Captain like, America Winter. It could be about her training. Yeah, it could, it could be an origin. Captain America Winter Soldier. Hawkeye. Captain America Winter He's Soldier was cool. kind of, Clint. kind of more of a Captain America Black Widow storyline. She had a lot to do with that, with the whole Shield thing. It'd be nice to see her go back if they're going to de-age everyone all the time because you can see in yeah Captain Marvel. Uh, Samuel Fun Jackson's fact, getting de-aged. This is the first movie that they've used de-aging throughout an entire movie. Yeah, he's, he's super young in this. It was great, actually. It works really well. Yeah. Um, I would love to see a Black Widow solo film and it'd be a, 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 go back to the espionage style of Winter Soldier, which is one of the best Marvel films that's ever come out of it. It's such a different tone. Um, it re-kind of revitalized the genre a little bit when it might have been getting stale. It added a new kind of twist on the Marvel take. So, yeah, do that with Scott Johansson. Make her a, a weird ballerina assassin um, coming out of Russia and infiltrating whatever. You can get Hawkeye back and they, you can see some whatever happened in Budapest when they're in Budapest. That throwaway line yeah. in the Avengers. What happened in Budapest? Who knows? We'll probably find yeah. out. Maybe we won't. But, my God. But that's the prediction. I would love to wife Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. She's got a nice bum. So I agree with you on that point. Good, Good. for you. All right. Don't say bum. Um, my eighth prediction. We'll do the. This will be the last one. Okay. We'll go to the last one. So, it, it's no longer a prediction anymore because we've seen it in the Captain Marvel trailer. Skrulls are mm. a thing now. Secret Wars, which is great, and it's what I think they'll use to kill off quite a lot of people. I think they'll use. No, I think they need to tread carefully here because the way the scrolls work you might you don't want to start discrediting the stuff that's come before you too much because the purpose of the scrolls if you don't know and you listen to this they are shapeshifters yeah. and secret wars is a whole storyline where uh they have secretly the scrolls have secretly infiltrated 
shield, the earth, everyone, and some people have been scrolls forever. And you don't know that. And they've forgotten that they're scrolls. Have they? Some of them yeah. So oh. some of them actually think they are who they're pretending to be. Well, spoiler alert for Captain Marvel. And it's probably Scrolls are in it. Well yes. <laughs> Scrolls are gonna be the main antagonist in that film. However are they though? However, if you follow uh Samuel L. Jackson on Twitter and it's Instagram, a scroll that took his eye. No, that's not the point I'm trying to make. Oh. He posted a series of photographs when they were in production of the film um, of him having a plaster cast model of his head made. He's a Skrull! Implying that at one point in the film, either a Skrull turns into Skrull, uh, uh, Samuel L. Jackson or Nick Fury has always been a Skrull. Oh my god. <laughs> That's amazing. Imagine That's that. a great prediction. But like, he is a Skrull. But, like, but Samuel L. Jackson posted that on Instagram. He must know. That is a massive spoiler if that's true. But then I've not heard anyone else write or talk about that. Go on Instagram, look at Samuel L. Jackson, and go on IMDb. Those photos of of Samuel L. Jackson getting cast for a face cast is all over IMDb. But then, could that face cast be for no. de-aging? Or... Could, oh, that's a good point. It could be for de-aging. Hmm. But like, it, it looks like it's for prosthetics as well. The de-aging process is all CGI now. Um, I think, I think it was for more, more of a scroll. If you look at the scrolls in the in the, um, in the trailer, they're really cool and practical. I think they look cool, so I reckon it was for that. And if that's the case, huge spoiler, and he should not have been putting that out there. I remember watch. I remember seeing that and thinking, well, that's discredited everything that came for uh, came before this. Like from from Iron Man one, when he shows up at the end of it, like Nick Fury. He's now a scroll, yeah. or is he? I don't know. But that's why I think they need to tread gently with the scrolls going forward. Don't don't rely on that and don't push it too hard. Yeah, that's true. Are you looking at those photos? Yeah, I think he's taking it off. Go into IMDb. Do it after this. Yeah, I'll do it after this. Do it after this. Exciting. I. It'd be cool if he was a scroll. Would it? Mm, maybe. Who knows? <laughs> I could see a scroll changing into him and him freaking. But then out. he does say. This is why I think a scroll took his eye because he does say the last time he trusted, trusted someone. someone he lost an eye. Yeah. Being and then in the trailer, you see a scroll on a table, with Sam Jackson sitting at the foot of the table holding an ice pack to his face. Oh, do you? But then also there is a scene where he's got like a cut above his eye. Mm-hmm. So that could either be that or. He's that could be the scene where he's lost his eye. In Winter, is it Winter Either Soldier? way, I think a scroll is taken. Is it Winter eye. Soldier where he pulls his patch over out and you see the actual scar? Yeah, that's a graphic scar. That's good. Like if when he has lost his eye, that would have been through some brutal, brutal accident. I don't think an ice pack is covering that up. No. Yeah. Okay. That's my prediction for that there. So I'm gonna say Who no. Knows? You're wrong there again. Wrong, but kind of right. Wrong, but no, you're wrong. I could have been right. Don't don't agree. Who knows? Okay. Agree to disagree. Move on. Those were my predictions. Good predictions. Thanks. Yeah? One you, out of eight you spent a lot, <laughs> that you agreed with. You spent a lot of time on that? I spent a total of an hour on that. I'm glad which, you came. Which probably you could hear. I'm glad <laughs> you came really prepared for this presentation. You, however... I've come prepared for another one. I have copious notes. I'm going to go make some more gin. Is that okay? Yeah, you're pausing this. Well, we can keep it running. You, all right, you're going to edit it out. Yeah, I'll edit it out. You're making me a gin. 
Right, we're back to it. We're back. We're back, baby. Okay, it's my topic, and I have copious notes. This is the first time we were going to do this podcast, and hopefully we'll continue doing this podcast in the future. I mean, just to caveat this right now, this has been predominantly all movies, and it'll probably always be a very movie-heavy going yeah, forward. I think when Red Dead comes out, we'll maybe talk about that. Some video games and stuff. I might get into some books. TV shows, I think. I actually started reading Harry Potter again last week. You loser. So, <laughs> I might be, be talking books. Spoiler, he dies. Shut up. No, uh, technically that's Technically true. he does. Technically that's true. <laughs> um, but no, I have a movie I want to talk about. In particular, the fallout following this movie. Um, and I have copious notes. This is This is a topic that has been plaguing me for nine months. <laughs> and I have been addicted to really kind of exploring other people's opinions on this, evaluations, critiques, um, to understand why it is the way I feel about it. Because I feel really, really passionate about this. I absolutely fucking hate The Last Jedi. <laughs> yeah, me too. It's so bad. I um, Do you remember when we you, saw it together? Yeah, well, this is it. You, We're both big Star Wars fans. Yeah. You and I grew up... Very, Unfortunately, I mean, we grew up with the prequels. There's no, Well, before this, <laughs> I, we'll, we'll get into all of this. There's 13 months between us in age. You and I grew up very, very close in age and very, very in touch with Star Wars. We had... We watched the original trilogy too many times as children. Like, too many times. And then we realized uh, it was better. No, okay. So I love Star Wars. Star Wars was has been embedded in my childhood and my popular culture world since I can remember being interested in movies. And you and I, you're right. You and I went to see The Last Jedi together back in December. I think the day after it came out, and I was so excited. How, did you like the um, The Force Awakens? I th- I think when I saw it initially. I thought, wow, Star Wars is back. All right. But then thinking back on it, it is just a different mask of A New Hope. You know, it's exactly it's, it, the same. It's a retread. But yeah. I remember watching it's it. It's a good movie. It's a good movie. But I, I, remember, I, remember watch, it. I watched it. I remember watching The Last Jedi. Not The Last Jedi. The Force Awakens. And, and being a bit of an apologist about it because it felt like Star Wars. And I was so excited for it. I remember when the... The the logo popped up on the screen and the crawl happened, getting giddy that it was happening Super again, happy. and it was going somewhere new. Albeit that was a retread, um, it felt like Star Wars, and I was lucky. And it asked J.J. Abrams style questions. It was his thing is the mystery box. It teed up so much that could end up happening in his future trilogy, and when the film ended, I was excited to see more. Yeah. I was, and I was excited to see where these new characters would go. What was going on with Luke? Um, so many setups. Where is Luke? Well, it was just so many setups, so many, so many opportunities for this franchise to go in different directions and different avenues, and build on the lore that come before it. And when we, you and I, saw the last Jedi together, I remember thinking, I, I mean, I'm so excited. I didn't want to be disappointed at all. I went in with the most optimistic point of view because I want Star Wars to do well. And I think, ten minutes into the film. I get a little niggle on the back of my head. Didn't quite like that joke from Poe. Is this is this Force Awakens? No, this is, is the last Jedi. Last Jedi. Yeah. 
Didn't quite that didn't quite that like that joke from Poe about your mom. No, that's that's very on the nose. It's, very stone, it's all right. I'll I'll forget. I'll forgive that. I'll forgive that. Like that that's one blip. That's one blip. Uh, and then I'm thinking, and then you know, ten minutes, fifty minutes go past. Don't don't really understand how those bombers work. They're a bit slow. That's a bit. Oh <laughs> yeah. That's a bit silly. <laughs> hmm. Um. Sorry. I'll 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 forgive it again. Uh. And then the whole Finn thing happens. Luke throws the lightsaber over over his shoulder. Finn and. The... That's what annoyed me most, probably, was how crap Luke was. Honestly, honestly, once once Finn and the new everyone's new favorite character Rose, aka I can't criticize her without being subjected to racist and sexist abuse. Her good actress. You got a caveat. The character was written badly and shouldn't be. The writing in this entire film is bad, and everyone has not done justice. About an hour into this film, I came. It came across. I had a I had an epiphany and I looked at you, but you were focused on the film. I was like, I don't like this film. Like this is a bad film. This is a boring film and it's a bad film. And from then on, I was unable to watch it with with the joy I had for Star Wars. I was I it threw me. I didn't know where it was going, but I knew that the direction it was now going in was not the direction I wanted. And the straw that broke the camel's back was when the entire time this film is 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 bringing up the the processes of good and evil mm. black versus white um how the the light side and the dark side should meet and shouldn't meet um why ray is ray is not a mary sue ray is as strong as she is because she's needs the light side is trying to balance out the dark side with kylo ren and it it really teased this idea that there'd be a gray side to the force and yeah. kylo and ray would team up and they would start this new kind of agenda and that kind of makes sense. And I would have loved to see because, that. Because they keep talking about bringing balance to the Force, which would mean there has to be a light and a dark, or at least someone but in the middle. Luke also implies, and the film was called The Last Jedi, implying that people will stop worshipping this religion, but the Force will continue. And in my eyes, that was, well, these two characters are polar opposites will team up to, to form this grey force and push it in a direction it's never gone before. Yeah. And it's going that way. To the point where even when they're fighting over Anakin's lightsaber before it breaks in half, you think, yep, whoop, they're going that way. I can't wait. To... Maybe this film will get better. Snoke died. What the fuck? We'll get into yeah. that in a minute. <laughs> maybe maybe yeah. it's going to get better because they're going to they're gonna team up and do something absolutely new. Yeah. Nope. Nope. That didn't work. Nope. Ray decides, no, I'm really, I really like the light side and I, and I love Luke Skywalker and fuck you, Kylo Ren. It would have been sweet if she went to the dark side. And then she buggers off to go save the day, and it's like you've been du- you've been doubling down on this idea that something new's going to happen, and then you end the film that way. Yeah, it was the and whole also, film was right. I'm going to go into these points. Okay, <laughs> I've got points written down in front of me. Right over some some of the reasons why, on general, people don't like this film as well as as well as me. So not faithful to Star Wars lore. That's my first one here. As uh, in, it's not the Skywalker. Uh, but that means light speed's now broken. Like, like, why are they? Why are they light speeding through dreadnoughts? I thought that was cool. The entire yeah, beautiful, <laughs> beautiful scene. But then when you think about it, does that not kind of just discredit the entire first film? Like, why don't you just light speed through everyone? Exactly. Yeah. People are pissed off about that. What about um, space bombs flying through gravity in space? In the first couple minutes of the film, those the weird blimp space bombers that are floating. Yeah. And then drop bombs in space. Oh, and they drop. <laughs> they drop. Yeah. 
that's, that's not how yeah. space works. Um, what else have I got? Uh, Ryan John, I've written this down. Ryan Johnson is high and doesn't treat the franchise with respect. He his mantra is forget the past, kill it if you have to. Is that the director? It's like it's like one of those meta things is where it he. Not Brian Johnson. No, it's Ryan Johnson. Ryan? It's one of those meta things that's on the nose. He's trying to make a comment about how Star Wars needs to move on from the story arcs of the past and he's literally telling it through the script that you need to kill the past and move on fans are taking that as like a a, a criticism on them and as they should i think i'm a fan um kathleen kennedy the producer who owns who's overseeing lucasfilm she's the kevin feige of oh, lucasfilm all right okay kathleen kennedy has a social justice agenda she's trying to really plug home this female empowerment hashtag me too drive right now Right. And she's more interested in doing that than actually telling a compelling story. Okay. And this is Star Wars. She have more of a fucking direction. Leia like got, can use the I've, force I've also to got, fly so, through space. I've also got written down Marvel, Marvel humor for days. Absolutely. Ma- Leia. Well, I, you don't need that. Leia Poppins. Yeah. <laughs> she flies through space. Carrie Fisher died, died tragically. Using she, the pa- she passed away last year and they, she passed away before the film came out. And they Did had. She? Yeah. And there are at least two points in this film, two opportunities in this film to say goodbye to her with respect, yeah. I think. And I think they'll still be able to do it. But the, the film movie. ends with her alive on the bridge of the Millennium Falcon. They, she gets blown into space and they think, I thought, oh, what? This is how they're going to do it. They're going to say goodbye to Carrie Fisher in this dramatic way. That's very respectful. She's gone out of guns blazing. And then she, well, she's in the vacuum space and her eyes open. And her hand reaches out. And then she floats through space like a superhero. And it's just, what is this? The force. This is not Star Wars. So many different That doesn't powers. feel like Star Wars. <laughs> I get that 17 odd years has passed since yeah. we last saw Leia. But she has not got that way of the force world like Luke does. No. That was comical. You've not been trained. I I chuckled at that point. <laughs> I remember thinking, "This is not my film." What else have I got? Um, Akbar goes out like a bitch. Akbar is the one who should have been the guy to stay. Wh- whoever that, who was the purple-haired chick that actually stayed? In- oh, that's Laura Dern's uh, Vice Admiral Holdo. I'll get to yeah, her. That I've, should have been Akbar. I've, yeah, I've got another one. Phasma goes out like a bitch. Phasma. Captain Phasma. Oh. I don't, I don't see the point of her. Well, <laughs> she, she, she's in the first one. You're like, whoa, silver stormtrooper. As and a character, chrome stormtrooper. Chrome. And then she just gets put in a trash chute. As a character, I think that her entire purpose was to be created for the purpose to sell merchandise. Star yeah. Wars makes so much money selling toys. And she's a cool toy. It's weird, though. It's like the first time they've done it, is it not? Other but than maybe... but they, they Boba Fettered her to fuck. Like, they just keep... Yeah. At knocking her down Fett did stuff though didn't like you? yeah but boba fett was threatening like yeah. I, I was intimidated by boba fett i'm not intimidated by captain phasma it's disney the best the best i listened to someone describe it the other day where yeah. um this star wars once you get over the fact that this isn't star wars this is disney star wars it's like eating pasta that's not pasta it's made out of zucchinis like it's it's zucchini pasta it's not real pasta it's same but different and i'm like yeah i understand that but that's not the Star Wars I signed up for. We 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 deserve the best with Star Wars. I'm ranting. I'm ranting a little bit. But tell you, me, tell are. me, what what did you think of the Last Jedi? I did not like the Last Jedi. Yeah. I I was confused. 
I I had high hopes because I wanted to know specific questions that were made by J.J. Abrams, like, who is Snoke? How big is he really? Who's Rey? Because for the last six movies, this has been a Skywalker saga. It's been about Anakin, and then it's been about Luke, and now it's about this girl, Rey, who, I just want to say, Daisy Ridley is a terrible action actor. Hmm. She's she's a great actor. I've I watched uh, Murder on the Orient Express the other day. Oh, the Kevin Branagh film. She's in it. She's good. Is she? I reckon she's a you good. You know, actress. she's not in it for I don't, a lot of the scenes. But I don't think she's given a, a lot of good direction. I do not rate her as an actor, and I don't think she holds as a lead. Right, I've got this written down here just to keep me right. Um, you're right in saying that her character, it's come from you. You've got you've had the Anakin Luke story arc and if you look back in star wars it was all about i mean it was a very easy not complicated story the original star wars followed the hero's arc it was all about lineage and family it was about how if you wanted something you had to train for it you had to work hard for it there was pros and cons there was successes and failures she can just do it off the bat well let me get to that um in the first Star Wars, we don't know who Luke is. We don't know who his dad is. We don't know who Darth Vader is. But towards the end of the film, we understand that there's a larger force in play. Pardon the pun. And Luke understands that he has a way with it. The second film is all about him learning that film, that, that, that process. And then also discovering that his dad is the big bad guy. And that he is part of this larger story. But it's his family that's part of the larger story. Ryan Johnson and the future of this franchise has gone in a direction where they want to discredit those those traditional takes. It's not about family anymore. It's not about princesses and princes. It's about junkers. It's about mechanics. It's about janitors. Yeah. Because they're trying to empower the, the everyman. Everyone is now special. You don't have to be a princess to be special. You can be a, a cleaner over there and yeah. you can still be it's a, a special. It's a very Disney way of saying anyone can be a knight and it's bullshit you know why anyone it's can be a jedi it's bullshit because it's boring yeah it's boring and i guess anakin came from nothing i guess but he was also prophesied well he was he apparently they assumed he was prophesied. the prequels exist and as 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 faulty as the prequels are anakin was the product of, of a virgin birth yeah which is a commentary it's, it's, it's a straight up commentary on christ yeah it's the second coming of christ it's all about how this prophecy, the, the 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 one, if you want to call it the one, whatever, uh, uh, was supposed to be bring balance to the force. So many midichlorians. But it's oh, don't say <laughs> that. But it was a great commentary on. I mean, people are interested in myth and legend, and yeah. that's what that was, and, th- and that helps. That's what inspires hope, or at least it did back in the day when people wanted larger than life stories to inspire them. Today, in this generation of very touchy-feely millennials, they don't want princesses or princes. They want to be special by sitting on the couch doing nothing that we're doing right now. Like, we're, they're getting a med... People want to be given those participation trophies. They don't want to have to work hard for it. They want to be special already. Luke, as a character, was great because Luke had to go and train. And he yeah. failed. And he trained and he failed. And then when Return of the Jedi starts, he's on top of his game and he deserves it because he's trained for it. The minute Ray picks up a lightsaber, she's a master. Yeah. Where where did that fucking come from? The minute you follow those kids and can't bite that. Not kid- even Ray. Finn. No. 
who it's, potentially, I guess, he does have a bit of the force in him because he can it. wield a lightsaber. Doubt it. It's, it's the scene at the end of The Last Jedi that really, really pissed me off. When she moves the rocks? No, no, no. After that, because you know, the whole commenting of the force isn't about moving rocks, but then she moves. I tried to off. watch this movie in preparation and I couldn't get past the, scene the I'm first meaning, couple scenes. The I scene I'm meaning, off. which really hammered this home, was I mean, the entire film was about failure and about forgetting the past, about discrediting what you know, and about killing off what came before it. So we're not interested in the family history anymore. The Skywalker saga is not important. Ray's parents aren't important. Snoke's not important. And then at that very end, where you flash back to that stable in Canto Bight, the worst planet ever conceived in the, in the history of Star Wars. And this little kid, he's off to sweep up the barn, force pulls uh, a broom into his hand. Yeah. It's a really, really subtle thing. Yeah, I remember this now. But it, 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 it's, it's a commentary on a larger subject. They're, what Ryan Johnson is trying to say is that everyone's special. You can speak. You can be special. Look at the power you got inside you as a little kid who's had no training. The force is in everyone. If the force is in everyone, then Why you're isn't not making everyone a Jedi. <laughs> what, what, every, well, apparently, everyone can be a Jedi now because the last Jedi is discrediting the religion. Everyone has access to the force. You just don't use it or you don't understand it, but you have it. That's not interesting. That a good movie does not make. Like I'm not interested in watching everyone use the force. I wanted Luke to succeed because I saw Luke fall in Empire. Like Darth Vader, when he fights Darth Vader in Empire, he's fucked. He's he's he's, he's Darth Vader's toying with him. He doesn't really know how to use the force yet, or his powers yet, or his lightsaber yet. Rey can do it off the back of her hand. What she ends up pulling off on the bridge in the Last Jedi in that, 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 that lightsaber fight is phenomenal. And the excuse you're given is, "Oh, Kylo Ren's so strong." The force needs. Yeah, he's to, actually been trained. The as force a Jedi. needs. Yeah, the force needs to balance himself out. Well, if Darth Vader was so strong, why was Luke not that strong in the in the entire time? That's a good point. Ah, uh, what else have I got written down here? <laughs> I've got. All right, let's talk about how it dismissed the plot threads in the Force Awakens. His red herrings. Okay. So, so Snoke dies. Yeah. How do you feel about that? I was I was pretty angry about that because, uh, I mean, we never. This is the thing. In the original trilogy, we never really knew the Emperor. He was just the guy above Vader who died in the end. Mm. We didn't really know where he came from. He didn't until, have a backstory. Until the prequels came about and then he was Palpatine and whatever. The prequels gave that him doesn't matter. a larger context. Yeah. yeah. So in that way, I get it. Like, we will, we may never know who Snoke is. It's just, I think it's the way that movies are made now is that you need to know all the backstories to everyone in order to care about them or whatever. But I think it was silly for them to kill him in this movie. Right. Because, I mean, I'm not, I'm not, well, I'm not, I'm not looking no, forward the, to the, the next the, this movie. I'm probably, a, I'm probably going to wait until it's on Netflix. This, this is a product of J.J. Abrams' mystery box. And yeah, I like J.J. Abrams. I think sometimes he does very, very good movies. He did the Star some, Trek some, movies really yeah, well. Sometimes he fucks up. I don't think his second Star Trek movie is very good. Um, but I liked his interpretation of Star Wars, and I liked that he was threading in new storylines. What he did was he established a very easy story to reset, soft reboot the franchise, and hopefully that would be carried on in a compelling manner that it would it would kind of investigate those those plot points that he'd introduced. I don't think what 
Lucasfilm has, and what Lucasfilm is missing is what Marvel has. Marvel's Kevin Feige has this master plan. Every film has to have a certain point to make, and it has to relate to the film previous, and it has to help tee up the film after, and it's how our universe is built successfully. Kathleen Kennedy gave Ryan Johnson the reins to this film and said, write whatever film you want. We don't care what it is, as long as it has really strong female characters in it that don't like men. Laura Dern's character, we'll get into her. There's nothing wrong with a female character. There's nothing wrong with a strong female character, but I can't... You're not allowed to criticise... You're not allowed to criticise female characters without coming across as sexist, and it's difficult. Anyway, Kathleen Kennedy hasn't got an idea where the story's going. Kevin Feige could have told you how Infinity War ended back when Captain America came out. There was a plan in place. He knew there was an arc there. Is it like... Is this another Lost? It's not so much a lot. The writers didn't even know what they were writing until rec- the I, week after. I've been. I, I've what I've heard is J.J. Abrams had a plan for the second one and an arc, and Ryan Johnson just discredited it. It's like I'm making my movie and I want to make the movie I want to make. He's an art house filmmaker. He's an auteur. He doesn't care about a franchise. He doesn't. He doesn't care about pleasing a fan base at all. He wanted to make his own stamp in Star Wars. He made it, and it was a bad stamp. He was unfaithful to the films that came before it. He has discredited the Force. He has absolutely destroyed Luke's character. Mark Hamill was so outspoken about the way um, Luke was was, uh, treated. I've got a quote written down. Mark Hamill said uh, to to Ryan Johnson, I at one point had to say to Ryan, I pretty much fundamentally disagree with every choice you've made with this character. (laughs) Now Now, having gotten that off my chest, but whatever, no. Mark Hamill wasn't happy. And if you go on you can YouTube it, like there are so many interviews he's given where he has been talking to the interviewer and going, This is not my Luke. This isn't the person that I played twenty years ago. This isn't the person that I know to be the good guy, the Always doing the right. leader. No, not at all. And he's obviously hushed up a bit because Disney's obviously had a word with him because you can't keep saying that to promote a movie. But Every, I don't know. I haven't met someone from my my social circle, my sphere, my echo chamber that hasn't liked this. That hasn't disliked this film. Everyone I just have. likes it. You know, people like this film. <laughs> yeah. Who likes yeah, this film? Fraser, the man I spoke about earlier in this podcast, who is my comic book man. Oh, I'm gonna have to have a word. He genuinely liked this movie, so I didn't speak to him for a year. We're still on. That sucks. Not speaking terms. That sucks. Yeah. It's not a good movie. And I, I understand how some people can like it because if you don't know, if, you, if, if you're if you new to this, and I know that Fraser isn't, but if you're new to this story, you don't know much about the Skywalker saga, you've just come straight in. It is a good movie. And some of the action scenes are incredible. That's That lightsaber fight with Rey and Kylo is insane. That's probably one of the best lightsaber fights I've seen, other than maybe episode three, which I <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I'm looking at my list right now. Or episode one. I'm looking at my list right now, fight. and I've got too many points to make, and it it worries me just how much I don't like this film. Was there a point to the rant, or is this just a just a rant just to get it out? <sighs> God, this was just to get it out. I think. Um, and I'm not the only person that feels this way. It's difficult having a one-on-one conversation with someone. 
about it. It should be more of a kind of yeah. forum. If you're listening, and I'm not sure how podcasts work yet, we'll find we'll figure that out later or, or later on. We've, Comment down below if got, there is a thing down below. We've got we've got a Twitter page. We have a Twitter page. Tweet us at at Kiddlehood or tweet Jamie. Kiddlehood. Yeah. What's your Twitter? my my Twitter handle is at Poncho Jock. Poncho Jock. Don't tweet me because, like, I mean, I didn't like Star Wars, but Jamie seems to have a lot more <laughs> opinions about it than I do. Um. But yeah, if you've got any questions, Kiddle, at Kiddlehood on Twitter. That's K-I-D-D-U-L-T-H-O-O-D. I just feel robbed, man. I, I love Star Wars. And this was supposed to be a, a topic that I wanted to get off my chest that explored the backlash fans are having over the franchise because Solo didn't do very well. So like, I, I've not seen it still. Oh, don't. <laughs> I've, I, I'm such a big Star Wars fan, I didn't want to go see it. Yeah. I watched this film and didn't need any more Star Wars in my life. Because it, it hurt me. You and I saw it at the cinema, and we came back and then watched Empire Strikes Back. That's actually this is the thing. We, Jamie and I used to live together in Glasgow, and we would go to the cinema, which was a fair track away from our flat. And after seeing movies, we would walk back to the flat, so we had the time to evaluate it. Yeah, pick it apart, talk figure about what we just saw. Like. Yeah, we we like to talk basically what we're doing with this podcast. But this is the first movie that we saw where for the first 10 minutes on the walk home, we didn't really talk to each other. It was just, I remember it walking was just out, silent. I remember walking out the cinema with you that night and maybe having two minutes of complete silence. And I turned to you and I was kind of scared to, to say it because I didn't want to admit it. But I said to you, I don't think that's a good film. I, didn't, I don't think I liked it. Yeah. And I, was, remember, I, I wasn't definitive. I didn't want to feel like I didn't like it straight away. But you don't like. I remember walking out of Avengers: The Dark Knight and thinking, "Oh my god, I need I need to see that again within a matter of hours." And The Dark Knight, I did. I remember seeing The Dark Knight twice in one day. Like that was (laughs) you loser. You were there. Yeah, you were there. (laughs) But I walked out of the Last Jedi and I did not need that in my life again. It it upset me. Yeah, I mean, I nine months nine months on. And yeah. this is the rant I'm having. I mean, that's the thing. I've only I've only seen The Last Jedi once because I don't want to see it again. When I tried to watch it, excuse me, <coughs> I couldn't get through it. I went, I think I got to, I, I couldn't even tell you what I got to. But I, I was just checking my phone all the time because I was like, this is a crap movie. In Infinity War, I've seen that three Infinity times. Infinity War is brilliant. I've paid to see that three Infinity times. Infinity War is brilliant. Great movie. It, but but Kevin Feige again understands what the fans want, and he's not afraid to give fans what they want. He's still making. A, a they cre- can also. It's all about the story. But he's still making creative impact on the industry. He's making this universe, and he's bringing independent filmmakers to do each of these films. Um, Taika Waititi has has added to that lore so well with Thor. That was such a good film, Ragnarok, and I don't know how Kevin Feige's managed to find the balance star wars is fucking up yeah and i'm hurt and i'm sorry that this has been so negative for our first <laughs> podcast but i wanted to have to a vent. subject to talk about that people would pull from and i think also really agree with or don't agree with if, mm, fine we encourage you to if, tweet jamie if you, if you don't agree don't agree with don't me, agree with jamie i'll tell you for tweet. free you're absolutely wrong because he needs more tweets That'll do it. 
Is that, is that your... Run, I mean, if you, unless there's anything else you need to say about The Last there's Jedi. There's nothing else I want to say about The Last Jedi. It's over. I'm probably not going to go to the cinema and see the next one. There's so much I could say about it. I've Which got, isn't out this year. It's next year. I've got a whole right? thing on Laura Dern's character. You know. Who's that? Vice Admiral Holdo who smashes the ship into uh, the ship. Yeah, Purple Hair Jr. As beautiful as that scene was, that's that's not how Star Wars works. I got captured. I remember thinking, wow, wait a minute. It was a cool scene. It just shouldn't yeah. have been in a Star Wars movie. Fuck. Because what I remember most about that is they completely <coughs> took away the, sa- the, the music. It was a completely blank yeah, it was it was scene. it was dramatic. It was yeah, it was great. Yeah, and visually it was amazing. But yeah, right. That's me. I'm not gonna. Re- I'm, not gonna I'm not gonna keep <laughs> ranting on this. We've been at this. How long have we been at this for? We have been doing this for one hour and twenty three minutes. That's pretty good going for our first podcast. I know, and I didn't start timing until later, so it's probably been longer. Who knows? You had a bit of a break there. We managed gin tonic. We so did. That was really appreciated. Thank you. Well, I think the idea behind this podcast is we'll meet once a week and we'll we'll hash out a couple a couple uh make a couple topics. And who knows, we might actually bring Could in Could be about games, movies. We might bring in a third chair every now and then. Yeah. I mean so we do this in my flat just now. We might move it around. Who knows? Primarily I think we're gonna do it here. Yep. My flatmate Cam, he is at work right now. Um but usually he comes in and joins in on our conversations, so if he ever, if he's ever here, we'll probably get his point of view. That or he has very different views than us. Uh, he refuses to watch Ant Man because it's an Ant Man. <laughs> I can see where he's coming. <laughs> Which from. Which I see where he's coming yeah. from, but he like I'm like, just watch the movie and you you might like it. It's a heist movie. It's funny. Anyway, um, and again, we might bring in uh, a couple third voices as guests. It doesn't matter. Like we got a lot of friends, a lot of family that might want to get involved. So I mean, if you've enjoyed the podcast, let us know. Yeah. Um, we're going to try and publish this on iTunes, SoundCloud, that kind of thing. So Yeah, we'll figure that out tonight. Or leave or a review. Whatever. Apparently that helps really kind of... Yeah, leave metrics. a review, a like, a five-star review. By all means, leave us a shit review. Tell your friends. Before we sign off, though, I want to say, rather than just uh, going straight into a sign-off, should we do like a recommendation thing? Recommending what? Like, what are you... What what, what what are you up? playing? What are you watching? What are you? Oh, good question. Right, okay. I've just finished watching one of the best TV shows I've ever watched. This will be a lot more structured next week. Yeah. <laughs> Have you watched Sharp Objects? No. Oh my god. Is that so Netflix? good? No, it's not. It's HBO, so it's like Sky Atlantic. Okay. Um, it's ba- it was written. We've got Mum's Sky. Account. Yeah, that's how I watched it. <laughs> Thanks, Mum. Written by Gillian Flint, who wrote Gone Girl. Have you seen Gone Girl? Hmm. That's a messed up movie. Yeah, it's a mess. Good film though, really good film. Made me feel really uncomfortable. It's really yeah, it made me feel really uncomfortable too. So this film is well, it's not a film; it's a TV show. I think it's eight episodes. It's got Amy Adams in it. She's the main character, Lois Lane, and she's a journalist. She's got to go, and she's got to go back to her hometown of Missouri to Mizzou, <laughs> Mizzou, to uh, basically interview the townsfolk about the disappearance of two teenage girls, and. There's a huge conspiracy about what's going on. It gets really hairy, a lot of family drama, and it it has you going to the very last minute. It's dark. It's a drama, like a yeah. Oh, it's like Gone Girl. Okay. Like it's like a mystery. Um, I'm intrigued. Okay. Sounds like Sinner. Have you watched Sinner? Yes. Sinner was good. This is better. 
Okay. This is up oh, there. Wow. This is up there with first season of, of True Detective for me, which you've also not seen. No. <laughs> two. But I'll give this two amazing TV yeah. shows that I wish I was in your position right now because you could binge those, and they're brilliant. It yeah. was so good. The soundtrack's great. It's got a Led Zeppelin song in it that, like, <laughs> no, yeah. I wish it was. I wish it was Ryan Ralph. No, it's got um a song that kind of every time Amy Adams' character is building up to something, she like is really fucked up and self harms in it and stuff, and it never quite hits the crescendo of the song. But at one point it does, and it's such a payoff. And I'm not going to spoil it, but okay. if you want a good TV show, good, I'll check it watch out. Sharp Object. Sharp Object. It's it's got it's full of subliminal messaging. Yeah. The kind of show you need to pay attention to. There's little things in the background, words written in places that change, characters who pop up that weren't there beforehand. So so clever. Very well done. Cool. Very well done. I'll check that out. What are you watching? I so I just finished. I started. Iron Fist season two. Boo. Yeah. Terrible. Don't do it. It started okay. Don't He's do like, it. so that he actually can. So the Iron Fist is meant to be like the ultimate ninja. Like he's, he's like, he is a master of martial arts. No one can like, no one can be as good as him. Like no fight should be a struggle. Mm. Whereas the first season he was like a big whiny bitch in the f- Absolutely hate him. According to everyone that I've talked to, yeah, that's what happens. And however, what? I didn't watch it because it sounded crap. However, episode one of Iron Fist, they have completely changed it in a way that he takes down this truck of triads and they are no problem. He beats people down with one punch at one point. Mm-hmm. He's just, and he's, it's almost like Neo from The Matrix. He's not even trying. He's just blocking everyone. You know what? I'd rather watch that, than Iron Fist. It was Fist. amazing. But this is the thing. The Matrix. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but started well. I think I, I must be on episode eight, but I have no idea what's happened because I'm always on my phone. It, it, oh, I don't out watch of, it, Rory. No, this is the thing. Out of Marvel things, I no, I'm kind of over the whole Your Netflix life's too Marvel short thing. to be wasting time on crap TV like that. So that's, that's my introduction. What I'm really watching now is season two of American Vandal. Oh, which no. is I've not got to it yet. I've not got to it yet. It is so good. I understand the premise. The first season was so <laughs> funny. So funny. So funny. So on the nose. Uh. I know the premise of this to the point where I've got a colleague at work who sends me like really like funny uh, WhatsApp videos all the time. Yeah. And he sent me this. He's like, you'll never guess what. The school in the States, someone spiked the soda and everyone was shitting themselves. It's like, he sent me to this. Like, this is the premise to American Battle season two. And then when he sent me it, I was like, you've been duped, mate. Like this is yeah. this is just taken it's off just, that TV show. Just, yeah, this is in the yeah. trailer of that TV show. What I love, what I love about it, I won't spoil anything, other than the fact that you like it is about poop. Yeah, and it's about someone spiking the lemonade. Okay. In the canteen, and uh, <laughs> it's it's done really well in a way that it introduces itself as the two kids, Pete and I can't remember what his other mate is. The the one that had the yeah, the, the, the two other, filmmakers the two, in the first yeah, one yeah the two filmmakers they so the idea is that they made this documentary as a school project and Netflix bought it and they show you a comparison so Netflix was able to change the budget to make it look better add drone shots s- which is the reason the 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 one that we saw yeah so they're like and because it was such a success we kept getting emails about people who had problems that we should do another documentary <laughs> so Netflix said. We need a season two. Find a story. A story. Yeah. And then they got an email from this girl saying someone spiked the lemonade and everyone pooped. pooped their <laughs> pants. So 
so yeah and now through this documentary instead of everyone being like oh it's your it's your senior project everyone's like what up netflix <laughs> everyone knows they're on netflix that's so good which is so it's amazing. so on the nose i love that it's i i think i'm almost finished i watched it two nights ago and last night and it's so hard because they because they finish every episode on a cliffhanger, a cliffhanger yeah. it's so hard to be like ah oh, yeah, no, I remember watching the now first I season. I have to watch the next episode. I remember watching the first season and not giving it the time of day, thinking, uh, I, don't, I don't think it'll be very good. Who drew the dicks? <laughs> and the main, so the main character in the first season and the two filmmakers, I was blown away with how funny it was. <laughs> it's so good. And I, I didn't feel bad about how immature it was either. I was like, I, I love this. I sat down and binged the whole thing in one day. I remember <laughs> I had things to do that day and I didn't care. Like That was, that was funny. <laughs> I... I was late to the party as well. I got told about American Vandal by Eddie, one of my friends from school. Eddie, if you listen to this, hey, what's up? He recommended this for me. And I, for ages, was like, nah, it looks crap. Nah. It's like, nah. And then I realized, once I had watched three episodes or something, I realized, oh, this is a piss take on the podcast serial. Mm. Because they start every scene with, yeah. now consider this. Or, yeah, 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 you know, it's it's a it's a piss take on serial and the mockumentary, oh, the documentary style investigation that Making happened on a Netflix. Murderer type Making a murder was a big influence, yeah, and I love it. It's I recommend if you've not seen it, watch it, and then go go into season two. But but it's the kind of thing. The one I, thing I will say: go into season two after you've eaten, because the first episode is very uncomfortably graphic. So you want to eat first? I So I sat down. I know there's a lot of poop in it. You, there's you think, a lot of poop. <laughs> do you want to eat? Surely you don't want to eat before you watch this. No, because you won't want to eat after it. Oh, okay. You don't want to eat uh, during it. I thought you were implying that. So I, you, uh, I sat down. I would be sick watching it or something. I sat down on my daily, come home from work, make my dinner, sit down on the couch in front of the telly, mm. Oh, new season of American Vandal on. And in the first five minutes, I was like, nope, <laughs> not while I'm eating my food. Jesus. And I put on Sunny or something. All oh, right, okay. It is, it's, yeah. I'll watch it. And uh, I was having for years. I've been wanting to watch it for a while. I need a new show as well. Um, it's the kind of thing I'd like to watch with Hannah, but Hannah would not, she might not enjoy it. it. She's not got enjoy some it. sense of humor. Yeah, she's got a good sense Poop's of humor. funny. <laughs> but she, like we, we sat down to watch Iron Man the other day, and I thought like I, like Hannah doesn't watch a lot of like films, especially superhero films, and I put it on just in the background to see what she'd do. She absolutely loved Iron Man. I was like, oh, this is yes. good, yeah. So I'm gonna try and do the the whole MCU order. education we gave Steph. Do the order. Have you? Do you have the order? Yeah, but you know the uh, the education we gave Steph. I'm gonna try and do that with Hannah. Yeah, my favorite thing yeah. when we finally got Steph into the MCU was a text that she that she gave me on like a random Wednesday night. Why is why is the Hulk on the Avengers? All he does is smash things. Mm, he's like, there. well, you'd want him on your team though, wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> and then she was like, oh, yeah, 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 fair enough. I love how simple our sister is. Steph. She loves it now. Good. She's super into the MCU. Well, and she started watching Game of Thrones, which Sky... Has taken removed off. from a box set on. You Sky can only and, watch the latest season, I think. Boo. Yeah. Yeah, I already tweeted them. Send them, bring it back. It's not cool. I know. Right, is that us? I think that's it. That'll do it. Cool. I mean, this was the official pilot episode of what we're calling the Kittlehood Podcast. Yeah. I hope you enjoyed it. 
we we certainly enjoyed talking about stuff. I ranted quite a bit. I feel it was negative. It won't be negative next week. It's a big rant. We'll try and think of something okay. lighthearted to talk about next week. Yeah, sure. We, uh, I think we've not really discussed this yet, but I think if we if we want to upload this every Monday, we can do it on Monday because yeah. then we can be there for your commute to work. That's why I'm podcasting. If you want to listen to two brothers definitely. talk about nothing, talk about. Really negative spins on really, really popular franchises that should be doing better. We'll for keep it positive. We'll keep it positive next time. We'll try and keep it positive. Oh, till next week. Nice. Cut the feed. Goodbye. <laughs>